Hello and welcome back to My Daily Trivia. I'm your host, Danny. Today is Tuesday, September 5th, and I hope that you are having a wonderful day. We're back from the holiday weekend. Once again, here in the United States, yesterday, Monday was a holiday. It was Labor Day here in the States, and so we took the day off. So for our international listeners, I do apologize for that, but not to fear, we are back to our regular schedule. Now, if this is your first time listening, I do want to say welcome My Daily Trivia is a 10-round quiz show with no specific themes, topics, or categories. We do, however, have a new episode every day, Monday through Friday, with each day getting progressively harder. Obviously not this week. Yesterday was a holiday here in the United States, so today is Tuesday, which means that today will be relatively easy. We did skip the easiest day of the week yesterday, uh, but we'll be back to that easiest day of the week next week. As always, if you find this episode to be a bit challenging, well, I encourage you to listen to this episode. In fact, I encourage you to listen to all of the episodes. You never know, you might surprise yourself. You might actually know the answer to a few pretty challenging questions. And even if you don't, you might uh, might learn something along the way. If, if, however, you find this episode to be a bit too simple for your taste, well, not to worry. We'll be back at it again tomorrow, Wednesday, with the middle level of the week. So without any further delay, let's get into today's round of questions with question number one. Which city is famous for its iconic space needle and is located in the U.S. state of Washington? And that city is Seattle. The Space Needle is an observation tower in Seattle, Washington, United States. Considered to be an icon of the city, it has been designated as a Seattle landmark. Located in the Lower Queen Anne neighborhood, it was built in the Seattle Center for the 1962 World's Fair, which drew over 2.3 million visitors. The Space Needle was once the tallest structure west of the Mississippi River, standing at 605 feet, which is about 184 meters. The tower is 138 feet wide, about 42 meters wide, weighs about 9,550 short tons, which is about 8,000 metric tons, and is built to withstand winds of up to 200 miles per hour. That's about 320 kilometers per hour. And it's also built to withstand earthquakes, of up to 9.0 magnitudes. The Space Needle also has a restaurant and the observation tower actually rotates. I have family in Seattle and I've actually been to the top and I can recommend that it is worth the trip. Moving on to question number two. What is Sir James Dyson famous for? And he is most famous for the invention of the Dyson vacuum cleaner. Sir James Dyson is a British inventor, industrial designer, farmer, and business magnate who founded Dyson. He is best known as the inventor of the bagless vacuum cleaner, which works on the principle of cyclonic separation. According to the Sunday Times Rich List 2023, he's actually the fifth richest person in the UK with an estimated net worth of 23 billion. Now my wife and I actually have a Dyson vacuum cleaner ourselves. She absolutely loves it. It works like a charm. And so I can confidently say that uh, Sir James Dyson, 
he is worth every penny of that 23 billion pounds. Moving on to question number three. What does the acronym SMS stand for in the context of cell phone communication? And the answer there is short message service. I'm sure a lot of our international listeners probably got that one right. We don't typically use that in the United States. In any case, short message service, commonly abbreviated as SMS, is a text messaging service component of most telephone, internet, and mobile device systems. It uses standardized communication protocols that let mobile devices exchange short text messages. SMS technology originated from radio telegraphy in radio memo pagers that used standardized phone protocols. These were defined in 1986 as part of the Global System for Mobile Communications series of standards. The first SMS message was sent on the 3rd of December 1992 when Neil Papworth, a test engineer for SEMA Group, sent Merry Christmas to a colleague of his. So once again, SMS, that stands for Short Message Service. Question number four. Labrador Retrievers are known for their friendly and sociable nature. In terms of coat color, what are the three standard colors recognized by kennel clubs for this breed? And those three colors are black, yellow, and chocolate. The Labrador Retriever, or simply Labrador, is a British breed of retriever gun dog. It was developed in the United Kingdom from fishing dogs imported from the colony of Newfoundland, now a province of Canada, and was named after the Labrador region of that colony. Labradors are registered in three colors, solid black, yellow, and chocolate. Uh, there are some subcategories such as creamy white and fox red, which fox red is actually a color of a dog that my family had growing up, a, a lab named Sophie. The Labrador Retriever is among the most commonly kept dogs in several countries, particularly in Canada, the United Kingdom, the United States, and New Zealand. Uh, fun fact, and this actually is a shout out back to one of our earlier episodes, the Labrador Retriever is actually the most common dog breed in the United States for about 25 years, up until this year when it was replaced by the French Bulldog. But once again, the Labrador Retriever, those three colors that it is recognized within the, uh, within the standardization is chocolate, black, and yellow. Question number five. What term is used to describe molten rock? beneath the Earth's surface, which can eventually erupt as lava from a volcano. And that term is magma. Magma is the molten or semi-molten natural material from which all indigenous rock are formed. Magma, sometimes colloquially but incorrectly referred to as lava, is found beneath the surface of the Earth, and evidence of magnetism has also been discovered on other terrestrial planets and some natural satellites. Now, fun fact of the word magma is actually derived from an ancient Greek word meaning thick, unjoint.
So once again, magma is the term described to use molten rock beneath the Earth's surface. Question number six. What is the common name for the natural phenomenon in Earth's sky that results in the appearance of colorful lights, primarily in the polar regions, and is caused by charged particles from the sun interacting with the Earth's atmosphere? And that is commonly known as the aurora or northern lights. An aurora, again, northern lights, is a natural light display in Earth's sky, predominantly seen in high-latitude regions, so around the Arctic and Antarctic. Auroras display dynamic patterns of brilliant lights that appear as curtains, rays, spirals, or dynamic flickers covering the entire sky. Auroras are the result of disturbances in the mag magnetosphere caused by solar winds, which cause the ionization and excitation of atmospheric electrons and protons that then emit light of varying color and complexity. Now, actually, what's quite interesting is that most planets in the solar system, and even some natural satellites, brown dwarfs, and even comets, also host auroras. So, quite interesting. I actually did not know that other planets have auroras themselves. Uh, I, in fact, live in the northern United States and have seen northern lights not too far from my home. And if you haven't seen them, I strongly recommend making a trip to the northern or far southern end of our globe to try to get a chance to see them. They are quite, quite fascinating. Moving on to question number seven. What is the smallest independent state in the world, both in terms of area and population, and is the spiritual and administrative center of the Roman Catholic Church. And that is, of course, called the Vatican. Vatican City, officially known as the Vatican City-State, is a landlocked independent country, city-state, micro-state, and enclave within Rome, Italy. It became independent from Italy in 1929 with the Lateran Treaty, and it is a distinct territory under the full ownership, exclusive dominion, and sovereign authority and jurisdiction of the Holy See, which is itself a sovereign entity under international law, which maintains the city-state's temporal power and governance, diplomatic and spiritual independence. Now, with an area of 121 acres, which is equivalent to about 49 hectares, and as of 2023, a population of about 764 people. It is the smallest state in the world, both by area and by population. So once again, that is the Vatican City. Moving on to question number eight. Michael Jordan is widely regarded as one of the greatest basketball players of all time. Which NBA team did he spend the majority of his career with winning six national championships? And that team was the Chicago Bulls. The Chicago Bulls are an American professional basketball team based in Chicago. The Bulls saw their greatest success during the 1990s when they played a major part in popularizing the NBA worldwide. They are known for having one of the NBA's greatest dynasties, 
winning six NBA championships between 1991 and 1998 with two three-peats. A three-peat, by the way, is winning three in a row. So they won three in a row two different times. Now, all six of their championship teams were led by Hall of Famers Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, and Coach Phil Jackson. The Bulls are the only NBA franchise to win multiple championships while never losing an NBA Finals series in their history. So once again, one of the greatest basketball players of all time, Michael Jordan, he played for the Chicago Bulls. Question number nine. What is the capital city of Lebanon? And that city is Beirut. Beirut is the capital and largest city of Lebanon. As of 2014, Greater Beirut has a population of 2.5 million people, which makes it the third largest city in the Levant region. The city is situated on a peninsula at the midpoint of Lebanon's Mediterranean coast. Beirut has been inhabited for more than 5,000 years and was one of Phoenicia's most prominent city-states, making it one of the oldest cities in the world. The first historical mention of Beirut is found in the Amarna letters from the New Kingdom of Egypt, which dates to the 14th century BC. So once again, that is Beirut, the capital city of Lebanon, and a remarkably old city. Moving on to our final question of the day, question number 10. In the classic fairy tale of Cinderella, what is the magical item that Cinderella's fairy godmother transforms into a beautiful carriage to take her to the royal ball. And that item that gets turned into a carriage is a pumpkin. Cinderella, or also known as the Little Glass Slipper, is a folk tale with thousands of variants throughout the world. The protagonist is a young woman living in forsaken circumstances that are suddenly changed to remarkable fortune with her ascension to the throne via marriage. In the most common version of the story, Cinderella is invited to a ball. Her fairy godmother magically appears and immediately begins to transform Cinderella from a house servant to the young lady she was by birth, all in an effort to get Cinderella to the ball. The fairy godmother turns a pumpkin into a golden carriage. She also turns mice into horses, a rat into a coachman, and lizards into footmen. Something interesting that I I learned is that uh, I was under the assumption that Cinderella came from uh, the Grimm fairy tales, right? The, The Book of Grimm. This is where many fairy tales come from. But in fact, it's much older than that, even occurring as far back as ancient Greece and even ancient Egypt. So once again, that is Cinderella. In the most common version, a pumpkin gets turned into the carriage. So that's going to conclude this round of My Daily Trivia. Once again, I want to thank you for your patience yesterday. Thank you for giving us Americans the day off. If you are in the United States, I hope you had a happy and safe holiday weekend. But we're back at it now. And I'm glad that you checked in today. If you found this round to be a bit too simple, well, I encourage you to check in again tomorrow. If you found it a little too difficult, once again, I encourage you to check out the rest of the episodes this week anyway. Once again, I want to thank you for listening to My Daily Trivia. 
I'm your host, Danny, and I will see all of you tomorrow. Tomorrow.